We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. It is the Midday Show. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop in. lot to react to here. A ton, more than we expected this morning on a Friday. News breaking everywhere in the big one. The Eagles have granted Darius Slay permission to seek a trade. We'll get to all your uh, takes on the lines. Let's go to uh, Elliot here. Elliot True Park's joining us as uh, we react to all this. Elliot, what do you make of the uh, the Slay thing? When you were on with us a couple days ago, you you did hint at that there's probably something to watch for Slay here because that cap number, the way it was, was was too big. Yeah, I mean, look, they they have two players they're going to have to do something with, and that's Darius Slay and Lane Johnson. Now, I don't think Lane Johnson is going anywhere. So his deal, I would expect, if not today, definitely at some point before Monday, you'll see him restructure that deal in a major way. So the other one is Darius Slay. And as the report indicated this morning, uh, they've given him permission to seek a trade. And, I, you know, I don't think this means Slay is definitely gone. I, I do think this could be a case of go out there, see what deal you can get. Maybe we'll match it. Maybe we won't. And just a little bit like the Lamar Jackson situation, but also like the Lamar Jackson situation, I think we would all agree it's probably not a great sign that this is happening. So ultimately, do I think Slay is back next year? I'd put it at less than a 50% chance. And it's a big loss. I think if he's gone, it is a big loss to the secondary. What do you, like? I know we're speculating here, but what do you think the market is potentially going to be for a corner of, of Darius Slay's age? It's a great question. Now, there's two ways to look at it, like from a financial perspective and from a trade perspective, mm-hmm. right? Because if, if the Eagles move him, what are they going to get back? I think you're probably looking at something that'll be a deal where maybe it's a, a fifth that could become a fourth or a, maybe a fourth that could become a third. I still think he has value. Like we can talk about comparing him and James Bradbury and him and other corners. The bottom line is there's a difference between being that number one corner and being that number two corner and slay his entire career has been somebody that deep, that defensive coordinators can say, okay, you go line up over there on that number one guy. And you can feel just about as good as you can with any player. You know, are there maybe four or five corners in the league that are better than him? Maybe, but ultimately he has been that guy. So, so I think for, an, for an, another team acquiring somebody like that, especially if you're a contender, there is a ton of value in it, even at his age. Maybe it's a two or three year deal that he gets with his new team if that's where this ends up. But I do still think there, there is value. Elliot, do you think part of this, if, if this does happen, if they do trade him, could, could signal the Eagles maybe are interested in being active in free agency more than we think? And I don't mean for the guys that, that are their guys. I mean for other players, for you know guys we're not even talking about right now that are 26, 27 years old that have hit free agency. You know, Maybe they want to clear some space here to go after and add to this team with, with players from other teams. Yeah. I, you know, I, I would be really surprised if Slay, Bradbury, and Gardner-Johnson are all gone. I think if you move on from Slay... That means Gardner Johnson or Bradbury are, are coming back. And I, I think there is a chance that Bradbury is back, especially if Slay is moved. But to your point, you know, bringing in new faces on this defense, I don't think is, is necessarily a bad thing. Like losing Slay because how talented he is, there's no spinning that. Your defense is worse without Darius Slay on it. But if you look at this team next year and, what, and the hurdles that they're going to come across, right? One of the main hurdles is going to be the Super Bowl bag. It's the fact that this team lost the Super Bowl. We saw it in 2018, right? It's tough to recover from. So when you talk about bringing in new players, 
it's going to be hard to bring in a trio as talented as Slave, Radbury, and Gardner-Johnson. But if you can go out and make a trade for somebody or sign a free agent, and that person comes clear of the baggage from the Super Bowl loss, I think there is a benefit to that. You know, I know how you feel about, about Slay, and you're talking about how this, de- this defense is going to be definitely different if he's not here. So with that being said, does that to you kind of indicate that maybe with that 10th pick, they might be looking at the cornerback spot? Well, I think that the way, and I know the draft is still, you know, I think six or seven weeks away at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, like, it could play out a number of ways, right? I, I do think that if you just look at the board now, there's a chance the best player on the board is a cornerback. But I really think they would prefer to go uh, defensive line at number 10 or with that first pick, whether it's trading up or moving back a little bit. They have been open to taking corners. I know they really liked Patrick Sertain uh, the year he was drafted. Mm-hmm. Uh, J.C. Horn was someone they liked. So I don't think they're opposed to taking it. But if you look at what this team values, a number 10 pick is a massive asset. And you don't use a massive asset on a position. You, you would like to use it on a, a position you really value. Mm-hmm. And their middle, the middle of their line, that defensive tackle spot, is very much an issue right now. There is nobody there besides Jordan Davis. And who even knows what, he, what he's going to be next year. So I think they would be open to taking a corner, but I think they'd prefer to go defensive line there. Elliot, the other thing I was thinking about, and, and Hugh's been talking a lot about this. I, I know you've been on this. We talked the other day about it, about the, where the league is going, where you should invest your money. On the offensive side of the or maybe also Isaac Sayamalo. Do you think it could signal that they, and we know Jalen Hurts' contract, that the money is going to be on the offensive side, not defense? Yeah, and, and don't forget Devontae Smith is up for a new deal next year, too. And they're probably going to have to pay him, if not wide receiver, one money, something pretty close to it to keep him, right? So there's a lot of money that is being spent on the offensive side of the ball. Now, they still do have guys on defense. Like Hassan Reddick is one of the best pass rushers in the league. Josh Sweat. Uh, you know, a very good pass rusher. They're both on team-friendly deals, ironically, to, to your point about where their money is invested. But, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Joe, we've been through a lot of discussions about the Eagles over the years, whether it's who are they going to do, what are they going to do with head coach, what position are they going to value, all, all those type of things. It always leans offense, always. It's the smart decision by them. It's where the league is right now. We can talk about the defense in the Super Bowl. The bottom line is the Chiefs offense played better than the Eagles offense, and that's why the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. Like That's what happened, right? So ultimately, when the Eagles have a big asset, when they have big cap decisions to make, I think they're always going to lean offense, and I think that's a smart way to do it. Elliot, last one for you. Resolution on this? Do you think this is the kind of uh, situation for the Eagles that by early next week we, we kind of know where this is going, or do you think this could linger for a while? Oh, no, I, I think this is something that is going to come to a resolution very quickly. I mean, next Monday, the legal tampering begins, so they can't officially execute deals then. But by then, they're going to really want to know what, what the largest cap hit on their roster, what's going on with them. So it wouldn't surprise me if – I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if this got resolved like today. I, I think this is going to be something that very quickly is going to come to resolution. But when we're at McGurk's next Wednesday and we're doing the birth town hall – I think we will know pretty definitively if Darius Slay is either going to be on this team or not. Great stuff. Elliot, appreciate you hopping on. Have a good weekend, and we'll be following. Follow Elliot and, of course, Go Birds Pod uh, to, uh, to react to all this. Thank you, Elliot. Appreciate yep. you. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.